Well, go on. I'm Ale Atkinson from Jamaica. Hi, this is Guido. I am Kira Toussaint. Konnichiwa. I'm Tepe Morimoto. Hi, this is Sydney Pickram, and you're listening to the London Roar podcast. The Roar have made it to the ISL Grand Final for 2021 with an exciting final match in prospect. I'm Steve from Poolboy, and this is the London Roar podcast. For this episode, Katie and I tracked down two London legends in Alia Atkinson and Guido to look forward to the season finale. So let's cross to Eindhoven and get into it. Me again, just a quick apology before we start that the Eindhoven Wi-Fi wasn't playing ball, so the audio quality isn't as good as we'd like. Hope you enjoy the podcast. So we're joined in Eindhoven by uh, Alia Atkinson and Guido, uh, two stalwarts of the London Raw team. Um, welcome to the London Raw podcast. Great to have you with us. Um, Guido, congratulations on, on making the final once again. Um, how's the team feeling about making that grand final? Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to talk with you. Um, perhaps a little bit what's happening here in Eindhoven, you know, like the, the team is great. Uh, we, we made it to the final. It was uh, our first goal, you know, and um, we know we could, we could do better. There are some races that we can win uh, or some races that we can avoid the jackpot. So it's going to be a nice strategy with the coaches and uh yeah i'm really excited for that really happy for that you know like uh counting the days and uh i think london is gonna gonna do a really nice match at the final alia we assume that making the final sort of at least would be would have been a goal for the team at the start of the season so you've accomplished that step now um do you think the team feels satisfied with that or are they pretty hungry for more no i think from the beginning we weren't satisfied uh Coming in, I think they're going into the playoffs and then um, losing that first one and coming in second. We've just been hungry and hungry as we as each match goes on, and I think that really just builds our appetite to want more. That's great. We're really looking forward to it. And then Guido, looking back to the final match at the weekend, um, it wasn't quite certain that you were in the final, but it looked like it was really, really likely. Um, so there were a lot of team changes. Did you find it hard to focus at that match, or have you already got an eye on the final? We all. Always- want to be in the final, you know, like, well, you know, like, it's going to be, it would be hard because um, we have, like, five teams, strong teams, uh, and uh, LA in Toronto, they were fighting against, like, really close, but but we knew already that, that we, we had, like, a really good races in Napoli a month ago, and then uh, we could, like, really uh, improve ourselves, resting a little bit more, and uh, that's what we did. You know, like um, we have a chance, just like the other teams. And uh, from my point of view, we can win. You know, like we are l- really, really excited and uh, really hoping we can like uh, improve a little bit and take the the gold in the, the final. You um in that match, Guido, you you kind of had a really good first day and, and a lead over energy. Uh, and you started really well on day two, and then and then sort of energy came back into it and, and got away a bit at the end. Um, not least because of Ilya Shimanovic. When you're when you're watching, how does it feel that that one swimmer can make such a big difference um, to the match? I mean, uh, I think London were the six or seven points ahead, and then he did that massive jackpot, and then energy are thirty points ahead all of a sudden. I mean, how did how does that make you feel? 
Yeah, he's he's doing really good, you know. But the key, I think, is to avoid the jackpot, you know, because we've been like seventh, eighth, sixth, eighth, seventh in that race. So if you can like uh, swim a little bit faster, you know, like avoid those jackpots, uh, there won't be a big difference, you know, like the last match. So yeah, we have the race, but we we do also have our wrong race that we can. Uh, still doing jackpots, you know, like, so I think we got to focus and put some energy in the, each race, but especially avoiding jackpots. That would be a big difference. And Alia, we saw you swim quite a lot this weekend, um, five events, including the 100 fly. You said in your post-swim interview that the fly helps you get going for the breaststroke. Um, as someone who doesn't understand breaststroke, can you tell us a bit more about that? I do enjoy the butterfly. Um, I think it does help with um, the body positioning. It's very similar to the breaststroke. I feel like it does help with um, getting the right body position, having your body feel a little bit on top of the water, which is what I was missing for my breaststroke. Um, so, yeah, I, hopefully I'll be able to give it another go. I, it's always exciting going out and doing different events. Um, but coming into the final, um, everybody's really just focusing on their pet events, um, seeing where we can avoid the jackpot, seeing where we can. Uh, put our strengths in, but also as a team coming together and, and trying to figure out where we can put other spots in to not get that jackpot or to not get any minus points. And it's really a strategic game, and I'm really proud of the way the, the leadership team and the coaches have staggered it. Um, but we'll see if it plays out. And Ali, you, you've got to be pleased with your, your form so far. I mean, there's been some really quick swims from you um, and those jackpots in the, in the 100 breaststroke and the 50 breaststroke at the weekend as well. Yes, I think that's one one of the things that we were talking about is can we get our hands on the wall to get those jackpots so when they do come from Cal or LA or um, Energy, we'll be able to have our own as well. Um, and yeah, it's just fine-tuning those little things and hoping, <laughs> hoping you get your hands on the wall quick enough. Yeah, well, I mean, the jackpots, as we've seen, make a, make a big difference. So as, the more we can get of those, the better. Um, and then that's one of the things that's that's kind of, unusual about ISL racing and Guido you've been racing internationally for for some time but this format really seems to suit you um what is it you like about racing in this way yeah ISL brought to swimming something that we don't have in Brazil we don't have at home you know like because we are like too far away from the other countries and uh just like the, the Australians you know and um having more race is um the reason to improve your, or your stroke, you know, you can go, you can, you have more opportunities to, to swim. So I'm really enjoying that racing every time, you know, like uh, improving my turns, improving my start. Um, I'm really happy to, to have this opportunity, you know, that, and uh, I'll keep, I'll keep pushing to, to improve a little bit more and uh, maybe uh, swim for my best at the final. Um, we spoke to Freya and Tom last week, you know, and um, it sounds like you've you've definitely made an impression on your teammates. Um, Freya picked you as the person from London Raw that she would like to team up with in a zombie apocalypse, and Tom said that you Tom said that you are very wise. Um, do you share your experience with your teammates? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the oldest here, you know, like, and uh, uh, we talk about that, and uh, but I think like. Um, Everyone here has a lot of experience, you know, like um, they, they know how to 
to deal with that, with the pressure. They know how to deal with the practices. We have a lot of coaches. And uh, so I think, like, I'll be uh, whenever they need, you know, like, I can't talk about that. But I think think they, like, they are – they are ready, you know, like to 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 do their own races, and uh, even the the boys and more younger. Uh, it seems to me they're really um, ready for it, you know. Well, let's let's take a look forward to to the final coming up. I mean, we we've, we've touched on it a number of times already, but um, obviously it's a repeat of the last two finals with um, the LA Current Energy Standard and the Cali Condors, Alia. You've raced all these teams lots already through the preliminary rounds and, and then these playoffs, especially uh, LA, who you've had in every playoff match. Does that make it you no know, easier because uh, you know where their strengths are or, or how will you approach it? It's weird because familiarity brings competency. Um, because we've raced them a lot, we already know what to expect somewhat, but then that's when we become displacement. And I think that's where we need to be more hungry. Um, because we know them, because we know what they are able to do, um, that's when we need to be a little bit more uh, sharper on our techniques and um, our energy levels and our aggression, because we can't accept anything for fast. Um, many things can happen, especially with the jack point. Um, so it's easier to plan ahead. But that being said, anybody can taper down and, and be the sharpest they've ever been this whole season and surprise us all. <laughs> and, and I think that's one of the things that, that we like is that even though it's the same four teams, the jackpots will play out differently because different teams have different strengths. And so nobody can sit here and say, oh, well, it's going to be a this team running away because where they were strong before, another team may may stop them getting those jackpots. Yeah, definitely correct. Um, and especially what I like, even though it's the same four teams as the last two seasons, the players have changed up a bit. Um, so swimmers, I haven't really swam against, even though it's the same team. Um, they are coming from other teams that didn't make finals. So it's the first time for them as well. So seeing the excitement, um, seeing that they're making it to the finals and want to do the best for their team, um, anything can really happen. Well, I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, Guido, you've you've touched on it a little bit already. Um, what can we expect from you this weekend? You know a little bit off your, your best times from this season in the last match, but um, is that all part of the bigger plan to be you know, top speed for the final? Yeah, that's a big plan. And um, we've, been, we've been working for that. Um, I have the words after the final, but um, I'm going to shave for this one. So um, I'm really excited to do it. You know, like, and uh, we have a lot of backstrokers here, like, you know, like big champion, uh, like Ryan Murphy, like, uh, like both Russians. But yeah, I'm going to do 100% in the race. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, the points are really close, you know, like, each team has like a chance to win uh, because because of the draft last year the teams are a little bit more um, the same you know and uh, it's gonna be like points to points we gotta we gotta do like think about each race you know like it's gonna be it's gonna make a difference huge difference you you mentioned the the backstroke field there we spoke to to Kira a couple of weeks ago and she was saying how how good the women's backstroke field was. I mean, you mentioned that the men's there with, you know, likely Ryan Murphy, Clement Kolesnikov, Evgeny Rylov, Coleman Stewart, plus you and Christian. I mean, that's a really high quality field. How's it been racing these guys week in, week out? Uh, and do you like the challenge? 
it is really good. You know, like like right now after three seasons of Final Cell, I feel at home. You know, like really like those guys. We, we talk a lot, so I feel at home. I feel um, comfortable doing that, and uh, it's been like fun for me. You know, like really, I'm really enjoying. Like uh, I'm a, I'm already 34 years old, and uh, really enjoy to swim with these guys and. Uh, I hope we have a long life for the ISL. And I always look at the the backstroke. You know, both men's and women's is such a strong um, a strong area for London Raw. Does the fact that you've got such a strong teammate in Christian give you more confidence when you're in those showdowns? Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've been. I uh, mean, Christian, we've been together in London Raw um, for years, so. We, we know each other, like, uh, we talk about the feeling, you know, and uh, we could, like, push each other, even in the practice, uh, right before the races. So, yeah, I feel, uh, we're feeling great. Christian is doing, like, her, uh, his best times, you know, like, national records. And uh, now is the time to, to go even, even faster, you know, like, and Alia, we got the impression towards the end of the playoffs that there are a few tired bodies maybe in the team. Um, is the extra couple of days gap between matches helpful? Yes, very much. Um, it's Physically, it's great to just get your body into a better position and recover properly. But also mentally, to relax for a couple of days without the, the, the anxiety of the meet is coming any day now. Um, I think that really helps us, especially over the weekend when people could just relax and have fun. What will you be doing You know, from, from the between the meets, I mean, you, you've obviously had a couple of easy days. Is it all light work and speed and, and skills or, or is there some tougher stuff coming in this week with, a you no know, obviously world championships coming up afterwards? Yes, um, I think for the most part, everybody wants to be in the best shape they can for um, the finals, even though they have worlds coming up. Um, so they might be jumping back into a little bit more hard training after this. But for this week, it's more just fine tuning, getting that fast reaction twitch. Um, and just seeing if we can improve on the times that we've done so far. Now the 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 skins may well be key uh, in this final. We've seen them, them be you know very important in in many matches through the playoffs. And you've both you've both swum the skins at one point or another um, through this playoff um, season. Alia, how how would you feel about taking that challenge on? You know, if the match has gone to the skins and, and women's breaststroke has been picked. Yeah, I think we definitely have a good shot. Um, Annie and I, or Jenna and I, or Freya and I, like we have such a, a vast majority of athletes on this team um, that anybody would especially love the chance to do it. Um, I think it'll definitely be a close one as well. Uh, maybe not as close as the back circuit. But um, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity to get up and have your team support you and just be there with you. And Guido, are you hoping backstroke comes out with a hat for the men's skins? Yeah, I think so, because, um, you know, like, we have a lot of swimmers, good swimmers here, and good for the show. So they might pick, yeah, the backstroke. And um, for me, it's a, I'm a sprinter, so it's a little bit harder to, like, if I go to the final in the skins, three races all out, you know, like, for me, it's a little bit harder. But, yeah, I can take the first one, the second one, and you'll see at the final what happens, you know, like. Well, we, um, well, we hope the match is exciting. It may well go to the the skins, and we will hope for um, a positive outcome if it does. Um, but let's let's move on a little bit again. We um, we like to have a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun on this podcast where we can find out a little bit about 
um, you and your teammates. Um, so uh, we're going to get the, the raw material, um, as we have been doing for the last few weeks. Your your number one podcast for lion-based puns um, strikes again. So when um, we've got we've got a couple of um, uh, sort of quickfire questions that Katie will post to you uh, in turn, and then um, and then we'll see where we go. So Katie, have you got the first question? Yeah, so we've got three questions, very similar to what we did with Freya and Tom last week. And then we've got a bonus question for Guido at the end. So question number one, uh, we've seen some creative event entries over the past three seasons. And, you know, for example, we've had Tom Dean in the 200 breaststroke and we've seen Freya popping up in the breaststroke skins. But what would be your nightmare event lineup coming to Alia first for that one? 200 back. Oh, that was my prediction. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not going to step up for the 200 back? <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. I will do any other event. <laughs> How about you, Guido? Oh, there's nothing worse than the 400 medley. <laughs> well, this might be something that we need to uh, speak to you about then. So I'm going to skip to question number three now you've said that. So we asked Emma and Kyle this a few weeks ago, but we thought we should also put it to both of you. So here's the scenario. It's down to the wire in the ISL final, and you've both been chosen to swim the skins. And you're in the call room waiting for the skins, and you hear that Energy Standards General Manager James Gibson has kidnapped Sydney and Duncan just before the 400 IM. Do you volunteer to swim in their places? <laughs> No, because there are many <laughs> other athletes who would be fired up and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> How about you, Guido? Well, I would, but you would not be good for the team, you know, like, because uh, I would, <laughs> I would have, we'll, we'll have the biggest jackpot <laughs> that we ever see, I think. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is your worst um, stroke of the medley, Guido? Uh, breaststroke, definitely for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so question number three. Uh, last week we asked Freya and Tom which skill they would like to steal from their London Raw teammates. Um, Tom wanted to steal Guido's language skills, and Freya said she'd like to steal Emma's speed. So, what would you two choose? And it can be a skill either in the pool or out of the pool. Guido? Um, Whew. It's a difficult one. I could uh, steal Alia, Alia's happiness, you know, because <laughs> she's always my own and I like it. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll grab some of that. <laughs> uh, nice. That's a good answer. How about you, Alia? That's funny because I am right on board with stealing Guido's languages. Like <laughs> the way he picks it up so easily. I was like, I, I don't know how you do that. I've been struggling for years and he was like five. Well, it's a, a, a popular choice clearly yeah it is yeah um so guido a bonus question for you and and i think you alluded to it earlier but this is the the key question that everyone wants to know is for the final will the beard be staying or is it going no it's coming off it's coming off you know like it's, it's keeping me really warm because it's freezing outside <laughs> here but yeah it's coming off definitely it's all in for the final only, only for the final. All for the, one more for the London Royal. 
One more for the war. <laughs> One more for the roar. <laughs> One more for the roar with with no beard. So uh, very very good. Very pleased to hear that uh, that the the final is is being taken that seriously. So uh, very good. Um, the, we'll, we will let you go at this point um, because uh, you've obviously got to, to get yourselves ready for that final. Um, Alia, there was just one thing I wanted to ask, if I may. Um, there were reports during the Olympics that, that maybe you, you decided to bring your, your swimming to an end. Have you made any decisions like that? I mean, we know that the London Raw fans would love to have you back on the team next season, if not. Yes, I know. It would be exciting to continue with the ISL, but uh, December 22nd will be my last swimming competition. Ah. Yeah, right after World. Oh, well. Oh, we'll be very sorry to see you go, but that means oh. you could probably have the, the best Christmas of your life. Uh, celebrate like you've never been able to before. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> very much so. All right. Well, we're we're obviously sad to hear that as um, as London Raw fans because you've been a well, you've been a fantastic swimmer for your whole career and brilliant for the London Raw these last two seasons. So we'll be very sorry to hear you get uh, to see you go, but we'll say congratulations on a fantastic career and um, and and thank you for all the fast swimming. Oh, thank you guys. But um, coming back to the to the final, we'll obviously you know wish you both, Guido, Alia, all the best for the final. We hope. We hope to see lots of jackpots from you both and hopefully uh, a good result for the Raw next week. Thank you very much. Uh, we will need that. Keep cheering. And uh, yeah, hope to see you guys soon. Hi, I'm Duncan Scott and you're listening to the London Raw podcast. Fantastic to hear from uh, Alia and Guido over in Eindhoven and great, Katie, that the uh, the team has made it through to the grand final. Yeah, I think it's it's great that it's the you know the third year in a row. Um, they're looking really strong, and and I think, you know, as they they mentioned, there's still little tune ups that can be done. People can have a bit, little bit more rest. Hopefully, we can maximise, you know, who we've got in each um, event and try and get some more of those jackpots. Well, it was uh, it was I think you and I talked about it. It was a solid team performance in that final playoff match. Um, you know, lots of people. Um, contributing uh, through the through the weekend, um, and obviously the team will get better uh, to the final. We will see uh, people more into their their main events, as Alia suggested. Uh, we'll see Emma McKeon come back in, and and that should lift that performance again. I think so. I think you know having Emma back, being as strong and as versatile as she is, and then everyone just having a little bit more rest. I think you know it's a really difficult time of year anyway to just keep up training, stay healthy. Um, and I think, you know, with all the news going on at the moment, it, it must be particularly difficult for all of them out there. Um, and it has been an awful lot of racing for people who haven't come out of the college system. This is far, far more than they're used to doing just sort of back to back meets with only a few days in between. So I think that extra few days is going to make a massive difference. And I think we will see a much more sort of energetic team in the final. And that's not to say that they you know, haven't been throughout the playoffs, but I think there's room for more. And uh, and Guido in particular was talking about the jackpots. You mentioned you mentioned jackpots there. Uh, they're they're likely to be something that decides or or has a big play uh, part in deciding who who wins the grand final. So uh, as much as winning the jackpots and, and Alia took a few last week, and undoubtedly there'll be a few more uh, this week. Um, it's not giving up points in in jackpots as well. It's going to be vital, particularly on that second day. I mean, we talked last week about day two being the weaker of um, of the two days uh, and there's that little wobble um, particularly around the men's 100 breaststroke where with Shimanovic you took you know another massive jackpot and it swings the momentum of the match so those little little battles within the battle are going to be key aren't they 
I think so, yeah. And and you know, I don't think we've ever seen the impact of jackpots quite so much as we do in that that second day patch for us. I mean, we've obviously got some really strong swims on day two as well. Um, but it's just that moment where you, you're getting a bit comfortable, you know, with your lead or you've just scraped into the lead. And then suddenly it feels like you're frantically paddling to get back in, in the mix. So it, it is exactly as you say, it's not just winning and trying to get those jackpots ourselves, but it's also trying to avoid them if you're you're not at the top end of the, the spectrum there. And important in that little passage of of, of play if you like that session on the second day to to stay in it because london does finish strongly i mean we've been very strong in the 400 ims uh in the and the skins we we're well covered i mean i think it's fairly clear in the men's that that whoever gets the picks is going to take breaststroke out because no one will want uh Ilya Shimanovich doing doing the skins and so well covered on the men's side and, and not a good mix of people on the women's side as well across all the strokes so that little thing could be vital and of course uh it gives uh, man of the moment, Duncan Scott, a chance he's in that 400 AM. A nice little aside in the, the TV coverage last week with uh, James Gibson saying, well, they can't swim him in everything, but uh, yeah. it feels like he, he is, basically. Yeah, I, I think it's it's probably been a bit of an exercise over the past few matches throughout the playoffs, working out exactly how much he can swim because he's so versatile and he, he does seem to have this amazing um, ability to recover so well and just be ready not only to swim another event, but potentially to win it. Um, it's yeah I will be interested to see how many events he's in um, in the final I think the 400 AMs have been a really really strong point for us and now we've got those checkpoints in there it's a really great opportunity to claw back some of those points after the the Shimanovic domination of the breaststroke um, which no doubt we'll see again so um, yeah I think we, we're quite heavily reliant on him but we've also got lots of other people who are performing really well Sydney's 400 AM as well was great this week well, I mean, Duncan swam some massive programs in Naples, so uh, we'll wait and see uh, where he sits on the start list when they come out. Uh, we'll we'll draw things to a close, but uh, would you care to make any predictions? Oh, I think there's one more thing that we should just say. Um, our, our guest that we had on the podcast last week, Tom Dean, um, has Ooh, yes. has made massive strides in the week. Um, you know, in between this this and the previous match, so. Um, I'm looking forward to see what he can do with a bit of rest because it sounds like he has been working really hard to get his fitness back. Um, and hopefully a few days rest before the final, we might see him go even faster. So that'll be something to look forward to. Predictions wise, oh, it's really tricky, isn't it? I mean, obviously we've we've beaten Cali. I think a big a big part of of the battle between London Raw and Cali will depend on Caleb Dressel and what kind of form he's in. Um, energy, I mean, my, my feeling is so far we haven't beaten them. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's impossible, but I think everyone would have to be at their best, and we might need to get a few lucky touches. Um, and and I think you know they've been a bit cagey about who they may or may not be able to release from up their sleeves for the final. Um, we yeah we understand that we will not have Adam Peaty for the final, despite all our um, potential kidnappings and so on. But um, fair enough, he's deserving a break after you know, a long, a long cycle and a very successful one. So we will no doubt do our best without him. Indeed. I think, I think energy starters favourites, um, but I don't, as you say, I don't think it's impossible for the Raw to win. Uh, I think Cali can also win. Uh, I think LA are probably, probably out of it just because of depth and the way the jackpots will fall and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you never know. They could, they could um, upset the apple cart in some other way, you know, uh, by by taking jackpots or stopping jackpots or whatever. So it's going to be a really intriguing final. We're really looking forward to it. Um, and 
fingers crossed for uh, an exciting match and of course for a, a raw victory Casey thank you as ever for your, your contributions you uh, we we may or may not be back next week we're not sure yet um, after the final but um, keep your eyes on social media at Poolboy or at Poolboy UK um, if you want to see what's going on or you want to get in contact uh, in the meantime thanks for listening You've been listening to the London Raw podcast by Paul Boy. For more episodes, visit www.paulboy.co.uk slash raw.